0: We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5.
1: Hey, this is Wesley Dean. I'm going to be hanging with Steve Cuoco on Power 98.5. Come check us out. See you there.
0: You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi,
2: this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive, he's beautiful, he's thoughtful, he's intelligent, he's powerful, he's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go.
3: Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco.
2: My days All my nights I've been waiting For you Since the dawning Of my time I've been waiting For you There's nobody else But you
0: Mr. Wesley Dean, I still wait for you. Thank you everyone for joining us live on air with Stephen Cuoco, live from New York on Power 98.5. We have Mr. Wesley Dean all the way from Australia in the house. Good evening, Wesley.
1: How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing Awesome. How you feeling?
1: <laughs> I'm great. Yeah, I'm good. I'm 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 sitting in the sun at the moment, so I'm not sure what time it is over there. It's probably five PM or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but um, I'm uh, on my way to Nashville, so it's sort of uh, been a, a a strange year, obviously, for everyone in the world. Uh, but uh, even stranger to to organise a an overseas relocation. <laughs> from australia to, to america but um i'm on my way so it's um it's looking up yeah
0: when are you coming when are you arriving
1: uh january uh january i'll be there and um ready to hit the ground running you know I've, um, my music's really resonating over there at the moment online on on social media on instagram mainly um which has been such a blessing this year without any touring or any you know, obviously anything like that. So um, you know, I'm I'm uh yeah, really looking forward to sort of uh hope hopefully touring next year sometime, whenever it opens back up and uh yeah, we you know, it's um it's all happening. It's um it's been a bit of a not a surprise, but um, you know, for me I've been I've been in the music business in Australia since I was really young, since I was about eight years old singing and um, and that's what I do, that's who I am, that's my number one passion in life. Um, but uh, I sort of, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm humbled by the support I'm getting in, Amer- in America now. It's pretty awesome. And um, every day I wake up to really great messages and everything online about my music and where it's, it's finding its own lane, it's finding its own uh, rhythm, which is pretty cool.
0: What is incredible is you're young. You're still in your thirties.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You, you have an incredible past after reading your bio, knowing, uh, you know, where you were at in the nineties at the age of 14, uh, what you experienced with your parents, uh, Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. has that affected you? Um, as a, as a kid, personally, professionally, as an artist?
3: Uh,
1: well, yeah. I mean, you know, I've come to the conclusion uh, a few years ago now but uh, that everything is a lesson, you know, and everything is a blessing, either good or bad. Um, and I know that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people um, because, you know, horrific things happen. And um, thank God I've... Haven't experienced uh, the, the some of the horrific things that you know you hear about or read about or whatever. But um, in my own life, you know, there's definitely been some trauma and turmoil, like everyone has a certain element of that, and we can only understand from our own level of perception and whatever we're going through in life. You know, so for me, um, the the biggest traumas. Um, in my life, you know, uh, that have occurred um, were, were definitely my my blessings, my um, lessons, and I translated that into music and into my craft, into my passion, and, and uh, you know, we all learn every day, you know, um, anyway. But, uh, you know, I think the trick is that, um, you know, Dylan said don't look back and, my next thing, my next song. Um, here's an exclusive. My next song's called "Don't Look Back." After "Walk on Your Way" is out, um, but uh, you know, I think I think it, it, you look back to to the lessons, but you don't dwell on the lessons. You sort of learn from them and move on quickly, swiftly, and learn to, you know, uh, always learning to live in the now, uh, always learning to be present, even though. It's almost uh, become an uh, an unnatural state to be in the present because we're always looking at our screens or thinking about our next move or dwelling on the past. You know, that's us as human beings. But, um, but yeah, to answer your question, I guess is is everything is uh, a blessing in the end of it at the end of the day.
0: (laughs) As when we were sharing, and thank you for that Wesley before we came live is you I believe a master is a student and a teacher all at the same time and with yes, that of course. you as a teacher I believe your gift is being a reminder i'm sure that if you were whether being a human or an angel that you're someone that will constantly remind and it goes back to uh what you had shared Um, And it says here in the bio, my writing has always been a reflection of life experiences and society. Um, When you brought this, your writing to uh, the A&R staff and labels, you say that they couldn't handle it. I remember one guy in particular telling me to come back to him when I was 40.
1: Yeah, well, my so the story is uh, that I was 14. And I was 12, actually, and my mum and dad broke up after quite a tumultuous sort of relationship. And, um, and uh, you know, uh, it, was a, it was a big thing, you know, at 12, I guess, you know, it's a, it's a pretty nasty age to sort of go through, uh, uh, you know, a divorce of any kind or whatever, a breakup or the rug being pulled out of you, whatever it is, you know. And at the time, it was pretty uncertain for me, and I had no idea. If, um, you know, well, you know, at twelve, you'd have no idea who you are. Um, but I, so I moved from a, a small town called Adelaide, where I grew up in in Australia, and went to Sydney to play. I start. I thought, well, I'm going to play some shows. I'm going to get myself some gigs, and. <laughs> and uh and you know lived the dream that way and i ended up on a bar stall for for many years playing my own songs to you know seven people in a bar you know and uh but those those lessons were um absolutely you know i draw from those lessons every day of how to survive how to get paid for your craft um it was uh, a time you know it was late 90s early 2000s when i was sort of uh and I was 14 15 trying to get my own gigs around Sydney town and um, they would get me they would sort of put me on a bar stall at a, 11 o'clock at night <laughs> and and then I'd get and then I'd get up for school the next day sort of thing um, I, I would I was always sort of I was always growing up on on stage and and um, you know really I guess challenging myself always putting myself into these kind of Challenging situations to grow and learn, and a very insatiable sort of personality, uh, especially when it comes to my music. And I'm I'm a bit of a imperfection perfectionist in a way where I I like things to be perfect, but not too perfect. You know, that has to have a bit of um, rawness about it in order to then um, communicate at a, at a on a deeper level. I think um, I think there's something to be said about raw music still in an age of digital music. I think, you know, the raw stuff is, you know, it's. I guess it's underrated these days maybe. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, um, I went off on a tangent then. Sorry, mate. But I, but but for me, you know, I think, uh, yeah, just I, I guess all of those um, situations that I had as a young kid, um, I had to grow up really quickly. I had to learn really fast. I had to think on my feet. I had to um, make sure that I survive. Um, because it's very easy, um, in a place in Australia, it's very easy to give away your passions really early and go get a a real job, you know, and go sell your dreams and, and, you know, go work for the, work for the man, you know, be a, get a good trade, you know, that'll look after you for the rest of your life. And, and I think this year, especially it's, um, throwing a big curveball to a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people are revisiting that now. They're revisiting their passions. They're, re- they're reliving their youth and they're thinking r- really long and, and hard about where they're at in their lives. And um, I think if we're going to take a blessing out of this year, I think that's that's definitely one of them is that um, a lot of people are getting back to their home ground again, getting back to their soul again. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's fair to say.
0: i love the the transparency and the fluidity that you have right now i I, I enjoy the flow (laughs) thanks
1: man yeah yeah well you know what have you got if you don't have the flow Mm -hmm. (laughs) you've got writer's block which is not what i want No, (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i believe through your messaging your music being a storyteller a musician, a, an artist, um, mm. as well as a vocalist. I think most people miss what I usually don't hear when someone talks about musicians and someone like mm. yourself and the caliber that you are. That there's, I see a difference between the musician and a vocalist, even though both mm-hmm. have a distinct narrative and can tell yes. uh, a compelling story there's still two different identities that happen to blend in one because not everyone can be a musician and a vocalist at the same time the way that you can
1: oh thank you um, you know I mean I, I've my my favorite musicians and artists are all the people that uh, you know, would write from the bare bones on guitar or a piano um you know so john lennon or joe cocker you know if we want to talk about singers i guess uh joe for me i had the pleasure of meeting joe a few times and got to know his band and that was a bit of a far out story i mean i'm speaking you know talking of things like law of attraction and those sort of things i mean i grew up with uh my dad doing these really strange impersonations of joe cocker at the at the dinner table and then all of a sudden, there I was standing in a in a room, um, uh, backstage with Joe a few times, and talking to him about music, and talking about you know trying to pick his brains as much as I could. But, um, and I was you know that was sort of ten years ago or so now. Um, he was a beautiful man, but um, I guess speaking of Joe Cocker, you know his his vocal, you could hear it was almost like he could play a chord through his his voice. It was it's just an an incredible study of. Uh, musicianship um although he didn't play a music instrument his uh his voice was an instrument it was something that you could feel every single part of him and his soul and what he was trying to communicate and uh to the back back part of the stadium or the theater or wherever he was playing at the time the the back row could feel what the front row row were feeling you know and so That's what I like to. uh, That's what I want. I strive to achieve every time I sing. Is I want the person to really feel the message and to really understand um, that I mean it. You know, when I'm singing, I I'm I'm, I I mean what I sing, and and these words aren't just to fill in space in the song. It's something that I take a lot of time to really craft and make sure that um, every single word there is. is uh, translating something that I that I want somebody else to um, get out of it and um, take it away for their own positive thing in their own lives. And that's the power of music. I think, um, was it Eric Church the other day saying, that was a nice quote um, about how he really believes that um, music is going to save the world. And, you know, I, th- I think it's a pretty pretty good statement that one i think um music has always been there when we we need it you know it's something that uh is such a healing force in the world and um you know it's 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 such an honor to be able to do it every day it's pretty cool
0: i would like to give a shout out to your manager jeff murray for setting this up and
1: He's a legend. He
0: is. And I can't wait for <laughs> you to yep. come to the States because i got to meet you. And I, I shared with Jeff, I said, when you perform, I said, I've got some film and camera equipment I want to bring and uh, get a nice media pass front row and center when you're performing.
1: Yes, please, man. That would be fantastic. <laughs> you're very welcome. Anytime, anytime.
0: Well, I've – or what I have – And where I have the opportunity of getting to know you through your music, through your narrative, your story is you feel as though you are someone, and as you shared, you know, you've had to grow up fast. Um, There were Mm -hmm. lessons in life, life experiences that has led you to where you're at today with having no regrets. You, you come across to me and I feel it's very loud, at least with the messages to me, to understand your meaning and being is that you're someone that has an extremely powerful, powerful mind. And one of the things is that, um, I feel that you've come into this world with a feeling and belief of knowing who you are, what you want, Mm -hmm. and you're not someone that's going to be influenced. You're not someone that's meaning influenced, meaning manipulated, coerced. You're very keen on picking up when someone is, leading you or dictating you. And you're very clever and intelligent. And I hear it in your words. I hear it through the inflection when you sing. It's it's very, very powerful but yet subtle of messages that you are a man, a musician, a vocalist, an artist that has strength. And what you are choosing to do is to say, here is the story, here is my my life here is who I am. I'm Wesley Dean. And with that, there is also a very clear understanding not to confuse who you are and your capabilities and most importantly, your mental strength.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think with that, it just comes with life and experience. And for me, you know, I uh, I've learned a great deal along the way. I've been in some pretty uh, amazing scenarios um, and met some pretty incredible people um, by doing what I do. Um, and I've been in 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 rooms and rubbed shoulders with so many, yeah, amazing people. And and for me, I I, I guess I, I take a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B sort of thing with, with everyone. And, and uh, I love talking about uh, philosophy and, you know, I've always loved that and esoteric things or, you know, spiritual things or uh, religion or how we've, uh, history, um, architecture, you know. I love I love um, everything about, you know, asking questions as to why we're all here what, what are we doing here? You know, and and then um, you know, and uh, reading up, up about uh, you know a good one for me is George Harrison, you know, from the from the Beatles, um, you know, and his spiritual journey. And I love reading up about those kind of people that went to the highs of the highest of the highs, you know, um, and realized, and he looked around and he realized, well. Um, there's got to be something else, and and I am really intrigued by that, and uh, and his his spiritual journey, and and many others as well, obviously too. But, um, you know, I, I read a lot of um of of texts and books and poetry and whatever, and um, but I guess it all. It comes back to sort of what I pick up on and what I learn and what resonates with me and then I then try and translate it into my own words and um you know I believe you know songwriting is sort of like uh you know you're sort of like the the antenna I think it was Keith Richards who said that. I'm not sure whether he said this or not but I heard that he'd said something like this was that you know you're sort of like an antenna you're sort of uh it, I'm not sure where some of the stuff comes from sometimes when I'm writing songs. It just sort of lands in your lap and then you have to then make sense of it. Um, and so it's definitely, for me, songwriting is a, is a spiritual practice and um, I get up every day and I try to, uh, uh, I get up early every day and I make sure that I'm uh, practising my craft straight away and I'm always thinking about the next song and the next Uh, I guess, piece of art that I'm going to create, you know, Uh, whether it's on a symphony level where I'd love to get into film. I'd love to be able to write music scores and things one day. And um, and, and so, yeah, it's just – it never ends. It never ends, man. Speaking of flow, it never ends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's always flowing. So, yeah.
0: To envision you, let's say, in a film, Wesley, you Mm -hmm. remind me of – a soldier from a different timeline that had decided through all of your experience of effort, love, selflessness, which all is encompassed with within what I hear within your inflection, your tone, your music, that it's like you, you've come back from somewhere and it's like, Mm -hmm. you've decided that I, I really feel and what I'm hearing is, it's like if you're, once again, a soldier, someone that has come back from war, help, make, help to make it about everything and everyone else, to help save, to help procure, to help nourish, to help support. You were that father, that supporter, that brother, that, that um, confidant, you know, that caregiver. And I believe you are making it at this point in time in your life in a very, very healthy way about you. And I believe with that yeah, self that. care, it, exactly. It, with that self care mm. and that understanding of what it means to be in a place of health and wealth, and still yet mm-hmm. have that balance, because you're someone that, and I'm I'm only assuming that your management knows this, but uh, if to to know you and understand you, you're someone that will take input very well. You will consider the facts or what someone may deem to be facts, and you will interpret it in what it means to you. But you begin with making a final decision and you end it making a final decision. It's very spot nice. Spot on.
1: It, it, how, did you, how do you know that?
0: <laughs> it's a very, a very easy feeling.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, that is spot on. It's, I've never heard, you know, it's amazing that you, you've actually sort of, summed up a bit of my process there in a way of uh, you know it, it is it is like that I you know if I were to sit down and write a song about something I've um, yeah it, that's right I've, I've already made up my mind as to where it's going uh, but it takes a while to you know you I, I try to make myself so educated to the point where okay I've arrived at that uh scenario but but then when i sit down to write a song i you know i only my only choice is to leave it open for for everyone else's interpretation because who am i to say hey this is what you should believe in guys you know it, it's more about this is what i think how about you you know um and they're the best kind of songs you know all you need is love here here you know mm-hmm. it's the uh, those kind of songs uh, resonate because uh, you're not dictating to a certain audience. Obviously, you're you're uh, just sharing uh, your you, you know your own interpretation, but leaving it up to the to the listener to have their own interpretation. It's 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 it, I think it's the greatest communication or conversation we can have is through music. You know.
0: I would love to play live, Are You Gonna Save My World? It feels very appropriate in this moment. Yeah, great, man. Please do. Are You Gonna Save My World? by Wesley Dean.
2: Well, I met a mystic woman, she told me she was in love She couldn't get used to it, so she gave it up She traded lovers for liquor and freedom for fact She don't like telling stories, cause she don't look back She said, are you gonna save my world tonight? Are you gonna save my world? Are you gonna save my world? She said travel we all fade to black fade to black she said look at my white privileged human right you got to get to know yourself to ask the question why why do we keep killing each other white yellow black we all bleed red don't forget we all know that are you gonna gonna save my world, are you gonna save my world, she said, you can try, but we are fade to black, fade to black. And all is getting older Just look on the right side of life Don't try to make it right Keep up with this thing called life Of opinion, your opinion's just an onion. Keep peeling it slowly, you see, you end up with nothing. And nothing is something, and something is somewhere. So, how you don't know that it's somewhere if it's not right here? She said, Are you gonna save my world tonight? Are you gonna save my world? Black
0: Having a glass of scotch. <laughs> it does. You get that feeling that, like, I really feel like a Tennessee, just you really exude the Australian. The, I don't feel like I'm in the States right now, honestly.
1: <laughs> it's great, man. Oh, well, you know, I like to be honest, I sort of, um, yeah, it's sort of, uh, I don't know where the music comes from sometimes it just all happens. And, uh, and, uh, when I listen back to it, um, I just think, Oh, okay. Well, that's me. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you were Mm. on NBC, the voice, I guarantee you Blake Shelton would turn around for you.
1: Yeah. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, well, you know, (laughs) I mean, uh, Look, I, I, as you know, I, I sort of uh, I had my fair share in in Australia with with uh, with Australian Idol, you know, and uh, it, that was such a great time um, for me. And um, just looking back, it's you know it was 12 years ago now with when I when I won Australian Idol here in, in Australia, uh, and you know for me it was it was such a surreal sort of experience because I'd only just been in. You know, bands and or playing or solo, playing solo around um, Sydney bars and clubs and on tour in Australia and in backs of you know back of a a a, a six seater van, you know, with the drum kit and the amplifiers, you know, and everything in between, and you're sitting amongst drum kits for fourteen hours as you drive to the next town to 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 set up and play in front of thirty people, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom, idle. Happens and you're sort of uh, you're the you know for us it was the Sydney Opera House and the fireworks were going off and everyone's chanting your name you know it's um it is a very surreal experience um and uh, something that I really cherish uh and uh, for me you know my music is um this this brand new music is sort of represents more about my own artistry i guess and um it's it's kind of i'm these days i'm you know almost standing behind letting the music sort of speak for itself and letting the music kind of find its own audience um and so you know those those shows are, f- are fantastic and and they're great for getting your profile heard and your name out there um as well um but you know like for me i think because I've, I've done that, you know, I sort of now want to sort of be able to just kind of play my music and see where it takes me and see where it leads me, you know, and um, I think there's something kind of cool in in that way that, you know, there's, a, there's a, some, I don't know, there might be some security there for me, but but also I'm interested as an experiment in this day and age to see what my music can do more so than what my celebrity can do. You know, if that makes sense without being too, uh, <laughs> to, um, div- 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 you know, div- dividing, you know, I'm trying to um, work out what I'm trying to say, but, but for me, it's, uh, what I'm saying is it's more, more about the music these days <laughs> for me.
3: Yeah.
0: I've been, uh, so, I've been yeah. in the industry for 28 years and I'm going to tell you, I guarantee you this, especially from the interpretation I get from you, Wesley, mm. you, will not be misunderstood your position will not be misunderstood and i did share uh with your manager that i would love to see you on you know as i shared with um jeff murray uh, say nbc to voice whatever here's the thing here in the states um And this is only my perspective from understanding film and television and my part of the industry is radio and television is power. For sure. Someone such as yourself, as seasoned as you are, as old but new life as you are, very multidimensional as you are. If you were to do the bar thing, okay, but I think you're bigger than Mm. that. I said not better. Mm -hmm. I said bigger that Mm -hmm. if you were to do touring great but i also believe that you're bigger than that if you uh don't have thousands of people there and and great you come here to the states and you start somewhere you start everywhere understandably i just would love to see you remain as close to that echelon level of large events obviously due to the pandemic and they're going to do whatever they're going to do to keep everything. Even when the vaccine comes out, they're still going to have to do a test run. God only knows when you guys can Mm -hmm. perform. So you're left with radio and television. If you can find and get yourself as regularly on either one or both on a platform where you still know that you're able to keep your integrity and you're able to not deviate from your true narrative, I would say do it because right now, even mm-hmm. post-pandemic once this, uh, you know, vaccine comes out, really how successful, especially for someone like yourself that's um, uh, coming here, and you're not a startup, but, but to say you're going to be in a transition, mm-hmm. but I even believe that Ari- Ariana Grande, Sean, like they're all, everybody in the music industry is going to have to reboot whether you're starting out or you're already seasoned, because everyone's been gone for far too long.
1: Of course. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. (laughs) Very good point. And what I've been Um, finding,
0: real quick, if I may add, is there are tons of artists mm. like yourself that are so up and coming that have been taking now this pandemic during this time since December, January of this year, and they are Mm. segueing their music. In the hundreds of thousands to the millions across the board that realistically, mm. is it going to be necessary to be performing in a bar or doing concerts and worrying about the bullshit of trying to sell tickets or working with, you know, these venues that are going to worry about your name or worry about the number scheme? It's all about status and integrity. You've got all yeah. The number one thing I'm telling you right now, please do not start at the bottom because – it, it's not going to, it's not going to work.
3: Mm, 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 mm.
1: Yeah. it's a, that's a good point, man. Yeah. I mean, we are all on a level playing field in, in, in some respects, absolutely. As, as artists these days. Um, and the number one, uh, tool that I sort of see is, uh, you know, you've got an iPhone, you've got, you, you can create your own music career, you know, um, in a way, um, but yes, you, what I'm, what you're saying with the TV, radio thing, I think you know, um, coming from Australia, it's a, it's a very different landscape, um, than in America, I guess, but um, but um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, uh, mate, you, I, I'm not sure, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest, <laughs> I haven't thought about any of that, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'm going to have to. Go on. Uh, meditate for a few few days on that one. I guess. Yeah.
0: You're gonna be fine. But, um, I'm not worried for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks.
1: Yeah. You know. I, I I know that. I do know that in my heart. You know. And um, uh, and that's what keeps me going really every day. You know, because uh, sometimes I question my sanity being a musician. <laughs> mm. I sort of think, wow. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing it since I was, you know, I, you know, I was singing professionally at eight years old in a, in a group down in Australia called the Young Talent Team, which is a bit like the Mickey Mouse Club in America. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where I sort of got my apprenticeship, I guess, in um, singing and performing and being on stage. And so it's been since I was eight years old, really, uh, and I'm still doing it. And it's, um, what's that? You know, I'm not going to say many years, <laughs> but, it's, but it's, uh, yeah, it feels, it feels, yeah, it is, a, it's been literally nearly a lifetime. Yeah. Well, yeah. Eight years shy of a lifetime. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> do you believe music and songwriting has saved you, enlightened you, uh, uh, in a way that has prevented you from going down a darker path and, or do you believe that, mm-hmm those set skills of being a musician, a vocalist, a songwriter, do you believe that it's more that you're doing and helping other people to stay on the right path or is it all the above?
1: I think, uh, it definitely has healed many wounds in my life. Definitely. Um, it's been my number one constant, uh, in my life. Uh, I've, um, you know, I think, Yeah, I I don't know what I would have done without music. I think I would have just been, you know, I'm not qualified uh, of of anything. I don't have any other interests, really. I don't, you know, I'm I'm a pretty useless handyman, you know, uh, which is I'm getting to the point where it's like embarrassing now, you know, as a man to not know what to do with his car if it breaks down or how to fix the toilet or whatever <laughs> but um but you know it, it's just been something I've always done and it's got me out of um a lot of you know compromising scenarios in in a way where um if I hadn't been on stage um I would have probably been the drunkest person in the room you know and I would have been made a fool of myself and which I've you know we've, we've all done that I guess in in some way but you know there is a certain level of addictive personality that you have as a as an artist. Um, you have to be sort of uh, a, a little obsessed to 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 I guess um, be on the pursuit to master your craft. And so uh, you know I, you know if I hadn't had music, I you know could have been a destructive situation. You know who knows? I mean. Um, but you know I'm that's that's another one of those blessings I was talking about it's like well you know you 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 have to have something in your life that's going to be your number one constant and um you know whether it's your job or you know whether it is being a plumber or whether it is being a tradesman I I always have this sort of mindset of like well if you're going to be that then be the best at it or or strive to be the best at it and give it all you have because what else do you have in your life? That's what creates your own identity and your own self-worth in life is is um, when you find your own passion in life. I think that's the, the number one thing. And then, you know, when you have kids, and you, you, you pass that on, you know, and then the new generation grows up with that mindset. And um, so, yeah, that's sort of my uh, – something that I've – you know, that's my um, – I guess my – I don't know, what do you call it uh, the legacy i want to leave is 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 to always be remembered for somebody that's always gone after their own passion in life instead of uh retreating back out of fear or uh, out of somebody oh no you can't do that you know or somebody to say oh, i told you so you know those are the the words that are the most destructive you know the guilt and the and the fear and those sort of things that we all like to torment ourselves with all the time in life you know so, yeah, I'm I'm always open to sort of uh, anything kind of all the possibilities, all the possibilities of being a creative person.
0: Is any of that what led or inspired your recent hit Walk on Your Way, which reached number seven on the charts? Or what is the back story of that?
3: Um,
1: well, Walk on Your Way for me is uh, it's. It's a song about. So I have two boys, two young boys, um, and my firstborn, Willow. Who, uh, speaking of people that likes to speak his truth, <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, and until you've met my boy Will- Willsey. He's uh, I'll call it Wilzy, but his name's Willow. He's one of these go- one of these people that are going to do some pretty. It's going to be an amazing show to watch. Uh, when this, when my my first, you know, my my second born is is two and he's also fire and and he's a he's they're both amazing, you know, as 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 any father would say about their kids. But for me, um, there's there's something special there. Um, and walk on your way is something that I I was really writing him a letter to his future self. So when he, he's you know mid thirties he's um he can look back on a lot of my songs and and kind of ah oh, now i know what dad was talking about you know it's sort of uh oh i get it you know you know and and it's it's very simple words you know walk on your way believe in your own way you know believe in your way um but but the the deeper meaning it for me was um was that i wanted him to not feel you know if he's going to be different and he's going to exp- and he's going to you know he's one of these kids that you he walks into a room and there's 50 other kids and he walks into a room and everyone notices you know and if there's trouble even if he hasn't started the trouble he'll end up getting the blame <laughs> for it and it's usually me asking him <laughs> what did you do did you do it you know because he's just got this sort of an incredible aura around him you know um and so I just wanted him to – I just wanted to write him a little note saying, you know, hey, Mr. Misunderstood, you know, even though he's um, – I'm not calling him misunderstood, obviously. Mm-hmm. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. More about, you know, if you feel misunderstood, you know, don't you know it's going to be all right in the end. You know, it's just a simple message to to both of my boys growing up. Um, but also music is, is like a mirror um, when you write it. And so – there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for what I was saying in the song. Was pretty much what I was. I was almost talking to my younger self as well through the song, um, and sort of telling my younger self that, hey, man, you know, everything will work out just fine. It's going to be okay. Um, but uh, you just got to believe in yourself. Really, it's a very simple message. It's been said a million times, but um, I think, especially this year, um, you know, I think those sort of simple messages uh, are. Uh, what's needed now definitely
0: well i'm going to be playing live walk on your way number seven on the charts by wesley dean mr soldier from another life lifetime teacher (laughs) mentor professor and most importantly (laughs) a reminder walk on your way everyone
2: Boom.
1: thanks man
0: well thank your, you you're welcome will your family be coming out here with you in january
1: absolutely absolutely we'll all be there and um yeah it's it's a uh, as i said it's a it's a very uh you know crazy time to be re- relocating <laughs> with all the restrictions and things and it's going on but um you know we're, we're nearly there and and uh we, you know, we, we'll be there, and I'm, you know, really looking forward to a, a new chapter in my life, and uh, and my family are too. But yeah, it's it's going to be um, surreal, actually, to be to be there and to be touring and and being, you know, in America, where I've always sort of dreamed that I would be. I knew that I would do it for some reason, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. It was just something that all of a sudden has has. Come about these last sort of eighteen months in my life. I, at one stage, I thought um, that was it for me, you know, and uh, and I ended up deciding that that was it wasn't going to be it for me. And I ended up getting up at two a.m. every morning for for many for for about a year or so, um, and I started writing, and that's where a lot of these songs came from. Is in the middle of the night, you know, as uh, as my young family slept, um, my two boys would uh, be sleeping, and uh, we just had our second born around that time, and so he was up and down all night anyway. Um, and I was, uh, I just stayed awake pretty much, and and, and started writing music and um, really getting back home again to what music really meant to me, uh, which was it was almost like I was rediscovering myself through. What I wanted to say through my music, and so um, a lot of these songs uh, fell into my lap, sort of two or three a.m. in the in the in the morning, in the early mornings, and um, yeah. So it's nice to even listen back to them now and, and and remember those times. They're like you know, songs are like diary diary entries, mm-hmm. and you, I get to relive what I was going through at that time and what I wanted to say at that time. So it's nice to do that.
0: And no matter mm-hmm. when you create music and record it and publish it once like Mm -hmm. like, uh walk on your way it can be Mm -hmm. we can be 10 years from now and the moment someone listens to your song for the first time will feel as though it was just published recorded published and out there as if it was 10 years before and i think people miss that
1: yeah, man. I mean, I'm very interested in these songs being theme songs for people's lives to get them through a tough spot or to put on a dinner party, you know. It doesn't really matter how they use the, the songs, but it, as long as it means something to them and as long as it gives them something to sort of uh, feel, you know, they can feel like they wake up and they get something out of it, then, you know, my work is done, really, Um and as long as I do my job with by uh, releasing music that has passion and that uh, means something uh, from uh, from my own soul, my own heart, you know, then that's uh, that's it. That's the that's my formula, I guess. Um, you know, and uh, I never know what's when I sit down to write a song. I never really know what's going to come out until um, the work, you know, until it happens, and then it, and then I have to also look at it and go, what is. What did that mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> I try to add my own meaning to it sometimes. So, yeah, and yeah, I love the fact that yeah, these uh, music lives on, you know. And uh, I hope that one day, long after I go, you know, these songs are are used for something, you know, that is a positive thing in somebody's life somewhere out there in the in the future. That's a that's a really cool thing to think about.
0: If you were to read the words. The art of a musician. What would you say?
1: Sorry, what was that, Steven? Um, if you sorry, were to, what was that? No sorry. worries.
0: If you were to yeah. read the words, the art of a musician, what would you say after that? What does it mean the art of the, the art of a musician?
1: It is truth full stop. You know, you can't, and maybe integrity, but, you know, truth really says it all, doesn't it? You know, uh, if you're writing about something that's sort of, uh, you know, look, I'm all for some of the music that uh, uh, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I love that, you know, because it's truth to them. Some people will, you know, but the 30th person that said it, maybe not. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: the 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 person the original and a few times after that great but you know after 30 times uh, 30 artists that said wave your hands in the air like you just don't care you know the 30th person that said that it's it's sort of a little bit like well it's questionable truth I mean but who am I to kind of question their own truth they may have you know they've arrived at it from their own generation or their own point of view or their own perception you know so that there's no way I'm going to question anybody's uh intention obviously but for me uh uh, my own truth is always always speaks louder to somebody else I mean I've done that and I've been there where I've tried to fabricate a song or try to write a hit song when you write I always say if you sit down and write a hit try to write a hit song you're never going to write a hit song you know Mm -hmm. um so I don't get the fact that people there's 11 writers in a room I've never really understood the whole scenario of using songwriting as a sport um, to try and get the next hit because you know it may work, but on what level does that work? Does it work on a level of um, you, you know they kind of you know they've got a lot of money, so they're going to get the song out there into every single radio station, and then it, and then it creates a hit, or is it actually really translating to people's heart and souls out there? in in the real world world you know um and so um for me i think um yeah the art of music is 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 the truth is is how you project your own story and and make it real for everyone else's um to get them through to to you know to bring people together or or whatever the intention is or you know you can't control of what your music is going to do, or where it's going to where it's going to find their audience. Either you know you've got to relinquish a lot of control, and that's very hard for a creative person because most of the time, creative people are very much control freaks <laughs> in a way. Um, but I, uh, you know, I know from my own experience. It, it it um I am definitely a, a perfectionist, as I said before, about um what I what I do, what I create. So yeah, you know as long as it has passion and truth and integrity and, you know, for me, that's, um, but, you know, but I'm going to really contradict myself here and say, well, yeah, but who am I to say what the art of music is about, you know, at the, you know, I mean, I guess it's like, it's up to the, the eye of the beholder or the ear of the beholder, you know, more so than anything. Um, so, yeah.
0: Are you bringing all of your belongings here? to the states or how is the transition going to happen
1: (laughs) funny funny that because my piano and 17 guitars are on a ship right now i'm told called the capricorn (laughs) (laughs) and it's in the middle of the ocean so uh a little nervous about that (laughs) it's just somewhere it's somewhere near new zealand i'm told right now so um yeah that's gonna that that my instruments and studio gear are arriving before i arrive which is kind of surreal to think about too. It's hilarious.
0: You have a tracking <laughs> on that ship? Yes.
1: Yeah, here? apparently. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I do.
0: That's awesome. Anyway, and yeah, when, it's pretty cool. When's it going to arrive?
1: Uh, apparently the 5th or something or 7th of December or something like that. Yeah. And then it goes to Nashville. It arrives in LA and then it's on a, on a truck to Nashville. So it's, um, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that that it's just bouncing out there and, and on, on a ship in the ocean somewhere right now. All of my prized possessions, my my beautiful vintage guitars and mm. my white piano and <laughs> those the things that I've uh, I've loved for for many years now are all um, on the back of a ship. Yeah.
0: Wow. And mm. this this makes it permanent, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when that left the dock on, uh, the other day, 17th or something. Um, it, yes, it made it very real, very, very real. Uh, but very cool. Very, a very good feeling, Yeah, very warm feeling sort of thing, you know, like it's, it's like, Oh wow. This is, it's all happening. This is really happening. It's not just pie in the sky, you know, it's definitely happening.
0: So when you come here, it's going to still be sitting in the crate or box like is it or is it going to be set up for you before you get here
1: uh it so it goes to nashville and then um i will then when i arrive i'll be i'll be uh yeah relocating all the gear um to wherever i'm living at at, so which is something else we've got to work out and uh you know and then eventually get a, a hire a studio uh, maybe put it in the in somewhere there. Get a studio in in Nashville, and yeah. So it's all pretty much creating itself, really, Stephen. It's it's one of those things where it's just every day I wake up, and depending on the the climate of the world and everything, we go from there. It's one of those. It's been like that all year. It's like okay, well, all right. Well, we're gonna have to wait another few months, and you know, it's just been it's been a little like that, which is definitely something that i'm not complaining about obviously it's it's um it's been a uh what yeah just it's such an uncertain year for for many people and um you know i've 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 been blessed to to i'm blessed to say that that's my only worry is you know whenever 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 i'm gonna when am i going to arrive in america sort of thing you know that's um, a, a pretty uh you know there's no problems there whereas a lot of people out there that are really having a difficult time so um i definitely feel for them and um yeah. I just uh hope that the world he'll gets better sometime, somewhere, some shortly, you know. It's uh yeah, what a crazy time.
0: <clears throat> I truly believe in my heart the states and the people here are really gonna embrace you because honestly you can be West Coast, Midwest, North, doesn't matter. You can go be in Texas uh New England, California or even Florida, and you will be able to fit in because you really are the full package that can fit in anywhere. Anywhere.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Thanks so much. Well that's very very comforting to to hear. So thank you, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. I have I have some I have many very dear friends in America too and um really looking forward to catching up with them and you know I love I love being in America. Um because the attitude of Americans uh it's just so inspiring to be around North Ireland. You know, it anything's possible and it's um you know, it's just just it's just a great it's a great country. <laughs> it's, that's all it's it is. It's a it's a beautiful country and, and I've only been to LA and, and Nashville, um and a few other you know, passed through a few towns and things, but um everywhere I've been that it's it, you know. I think us Aussies, we we get we get spoilt by you guys mm. over there. Mm-hmm, you do. <laughs> it's like <Yeah. laughs> we do, we do. We're, it's it's pretty handy being Australian. <laughs> it's pretty, it's a pretty nice feeling to sort of, yeah. But I have, I've, I've you know great conversations even. You know, you walk into a store and you end up talking to somebody for a half an hour about whatever it is. You know, it's it's, um, it's it's a beautiful country, beautiful place.
0: I shared with your manager, Jeff, that you are, and I believe I used the word distinguishing, but you're, you're very good looking. Your fashion is on point and the accent, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like the art, you are the full package that will make it here instantaneously. You just are.
1: Thank you, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's an exciting time for me and, um, and my family. And yeah, we're yeah, very much looking forward to getting over there and playing some shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd
1: be fantastic.
0: Are you getting any crazy messages by people at all? If not, I'm sure when you come here to the States, like, um, is your, your wife, I'm sure is understanding that you probably get some crazy people DMing you and Maybe emailing you or is any of that happening? Oh, look, that,
1: that, that, I guess that's part and parcel of, uh, you know, being online anyway, no matter who you are. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a little, um, a little strange sometimes. Uh, but, you know, uh, what's that old showbiz thing? You know, if you're not being talked about, then whether it's good or bad, then you've got something to worry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's sort of that whole, I guess you know if, if I get trolls, of only only a tiny, tiny bit, you know, and I'm I'm pretty prepared for that this time round. You know, once things pick up some pace and there's momentum happening and that sort of thing, and I'm getting more and more out there or whatever. There's there's always going to be those sort of people, but you know they, you know, it's like uh, yeah, you just don't. I don't know. It's just I guess it's your your own duty as a as a person as an artist to um to not uh, indulge in any of that, you know. Um, if you're going to believe the good stuff, then you got to believe the bad stuff sort of thing, you know. It's a yin and yang, you know. It all, it all adds itself and I don't like condemning anybody for anything, you know. I just think, well, whatever, you know. It's like um, if they're going to be like that, then obviously they've got something going on in their lives and you just send them love and just go, okay, well, That's their thing. That's their stuff. Full stop, you know.
0: And I asked because while we were listening to Walk On Your Way, um, my phone Mm. kept going off, and so I went on, and then I ended up going to Instagram because I was getting a bunch of messages. And uh, what amazes me is the message I'm about to read would be something that would be realistic that you would get. It amazes me that I get these type of messages. So uh, Cynthia mm-hmm. DM'd me on Instagram saying, hello, are you interested in being my sugar baby and $500 as your weekly allowance? <laughs> now it amazes me. It's like, I'm not someone like you. I don't look like, you. I'm not saying like I'm <laughs> ugly. I mean, people, but it's like that kind of message would go to someone like you and I'm getting this kind of message. That's why I asked.
1: Yeah, but Stephen, you know, you've got two, what, 200-something thousand followers on Instagram or whatever. It's like, it's bound to happen, my friend. It doesn't matter. It's bound to happen. You're out there, man. Oh, They've got yeah. you. Oh,
0: yeah. Especially when it comes from women, That's it's quite brilliant. interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's all, it's all happy. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've been hacked a bunch of times on Instagram, which is what? annoying. Um yeah so I, I got hacked uh yeah a few i don't know whenever it was now and i've been hacked a few times and that's pretty annoying because you know you sort of have to chase it up and make sure that you know it's it's reported and all of that and i just don't understand these people that have these this amount of time to go and try and do that to somebody and you know it's like it's bizarre and all they want i guess is is try to yeah so it's it's bizarre man like, i i find that part of it really strange and a bit you know
3: wow scary
1: but i think um you know but i think as a whole it's it's it is a great thing that we've got this thing to 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 get our music heard by um people around the world anyway mm-hmm. um it's pretty cool to be able to have that as a musician I and mean, if i was 15 16 and i was doing what i was doing at my at that age you know when i was playing in bars and and things i I probably would have been um asking my dad if i could get online to to play a song on youtube or wherever um and 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 you know do that i've been that for me that would have been a very handy tool back then um because i was i was writing my own songs when i was 15 and writing kind of eight or nine songs a day and you know, I would have been, uh, I guess, sort of more active in the in a way of, um, uh, you know, going online and showcasing my music. Um, so it's handy like that. But then, you know, um, all that other stuff that, that goes, that comes on board, you know, with all the, the hacking and all that, that's all a bit strange and scary. And you know? I I um, try to keep away from it as much as I can, you know, all that stuff. I just, yeah, it freaks me out a bit. But anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's for me, it's a good, it's a good tool to have. Like what I said, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very cool thing to have um, to, to be able to sort of get your music heard. Like I've, like what I've done this year, released eight songs and, um, or seven songs at the moment. Eight, eighth one is uh, in, a, in next month. And, and to have, to be able to do that and all online without touring and everything is such a great thing to do, you know, be able to do. So, yeah.
0: I won't be shocked that when I attend your first concert, there's going to be a group of MILFs there, so I'm going to have to get a backstage pass because <laughs> I won't get through to see you. <laughs> You're going to probably have about like a couple thousand Cynthia's <laughs> wanting you to be their little baby.
3: <laughs>
1: Very good. Very good. Yeah. Maybe I should call my band the Sugar Babies.
0: There you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
1: It's a good band. Seriously? Good band name, yeah. Sounds like I should be singing 90s uh, Euro pop or something, but anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Would you ever consider collaborating with either another male artist or a female artist and do a track with them?
1: Definitely. Definitely. You know, I always, I, I'm always up for anything like that with, with, uh, with music. I think... Um, yeah it's you never know mate you never know what's around the corner when you're in a room with someone that's like minded or you know i lo- I do love collaborating with with people um, yeah it's uh it's, yeah, it's just one of those things you just never know.
0: Is there an ideal artist, say, here in the States that you would love to collaborate with or are you more interested with someone that's up and coming, fresh, not overly exposed by the industry that really is like you? Uh,
1: Look, I really, for me, um, it's either the absolute opposite end of the spectrum, like a DJ or something like that. Uh, which is kind of cool and interesting because you get to infuse your own um, personality into something that you probably wouldn't normally do, um, like what Avicii did, even though I know he's, rest in peace, he's um, he's passed now, but, uh, you know, what he did was very interesting, I thought, adding country to club music. Um That was a really cool thing. So a twist twist like that's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I'm really enjoying Chris Stapleton's new record. I think that's, you know, it's in the similar lane as what I'm doing. Um, And, you know, I'm – unfortunately, most people that I love listening to and study um, have passed away. So (laughs) um, I'm a – You know, I'm always writing music and and I don't, to be honest, I don't listen to much new music at the moment because I'm always writing it myself and doing my own thing. But when I do listen to it, I I do love, like, a lot of the pop stuff. Um, You know, I love what Bieber's doing, you know. I love Ariana Grande, you know, I love... I love all genres of music. I'm not one for sort of, you know, being the kind of person that's like, oh, well, I only write this kind of music. So I'm only going to listen to this kind of music. You know, I listen to classical music and jazz and everything, you know. So um, so I'd, I'd love to collaborate with all of the above almost, you know, symphony orchestras down to DJs to, you know, Anyone, anyone that's going to sort of, because I learn from that. That's how that's how you learn. Is when you throw yourself into a an abnormal environment that you wouldn't necessarily get to do every day. You can sort of fall into a rut on you with your own stuff all the time. So you've got to keep it fresh and in, interesting. So, um, but you know, to be honest, if it was the if it was everyone was alive, you know, it would be Prince, John Lennon, mm. Michael Jackson, um i would love to just be in the room with those guys and just because i feel like i've learned so much from those guys just listening to their music and i've studied their music since i was two you know <laughs> it's a, so it's uh yeah collaborating is is always a, an interesting challenge at first because it's getting to know somebody um as well as communicating through your craft
0: Two artists. When I think about what you just said, Lenny Kravitz comes to mind. I think you would do yeah. very well with. And, yeah, he's amazing. Um, I believe Freddie Mercury.
1: Freddie, yeah, man, he is. You know, I it's I'm not one for for a. I'm not one for uh, like my wife gets really frustrated with me sometimes because I don't cry when I watch a film. <laughs> so. I, it's fun, when if I'm watching a sad or emotional thing, it's one of those things that I just don't do in a way like I, I feel it in my body but I just never really just hold back the tears for some reason. I'm not sure why I don't know why. but in saying that when I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, man, I, <laughs> I was on a plane and I was like bawling my eyes out at the end it, and it was wasn't even that sad. <laughs> it was just that last scene when he does uh, when he goes into Wembley Stadium it really got to me. And um, when his best friend and his partner were side stage watching him, and he was singing to Wembley Stadium at, for for the Live Aid show, that scene just really got to me for some reason, and I was bawling my eyes out. I'm not sure why, but it just it, I I felt every single uh, experience or something. I don't know what it was, but I had goosebumps, and it was this overwhelming feeling wasn't a sad cry it was like a it was just an emotional one i guess Uh, and um so yeah you know it's the he is a he he was a superstar absolutely
0: what i hear in a message that i got from that film and i watched it a couple times and with you reminding me is he took and i know the emotional feeling that you're talking about is he took full ownership of his legacy in that moment
1: he did, absolutely, absolutely. He um, he lived and breathed his message, didn't he? You know, it was uh, he, a superstar on all levels. When people say superstar, uh, he is definitely the quintessential uh, epitome of superstardom, definitely.
0: It reminds me to share this with you and what a perfect segue to, to go into this is I'm on your SoundCloud and you have 11 followers, one following, six <laughs> tracks. But here's the important thing is I'm a huge believer in numerology that God speaks through many channels. So mm-hmm. um, being at your 1116 is, remi- is reminding you this is a message to you. Is reminding you that you are the creator of your life. You have to take control over your own thoughts and beliefs. It is believed that people with angel number 1116 are responsible and well organized in everything they do, which may be the key to their success. Lastly, it says, Angel number 1116 is a reminder from your angels that your thoughts create your reality. Therefore, ensure that you hold only positive expectations about your home and family and life and your material circumstances.
1: Wow. That, that definitely is the right time to hear that one. <laughs> Very cool. Love that.
0: And I I, like, like I said, I'm on here and and I do believe numbers for no matter how big or how small, whatever they may may be in in order, sequence or whatever. And with that, I knew that that was a message for you.
1: Thank you. Well, my manager's uh, management label is 111, um, which is always interesting. And we're always texting each other at 1111 or 444 is usually the time that we see every time, every day, pretty much. Um, we're definitely getting a lot of those uh, numbers, the, the synchronicities coming through every day. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's been a, a pretty amazing story al- already, you know, with uh, my, you know, pending relocation and uh, the, the the way that this has come about. It's been a pretty amazing So even meeting you, you know, like these sort of things that have just happening just purely because of the music. Um, Mm -hmm. It's because I'm not touring or I'm not on TV or I'm not, you know, I'm not doing any of that. It's just been from the music and it's been really amazing how much I'm getting back from that. Um, And so, yeah, those little reminders that that happen every day have been very, um, you know, I guess it's, being conscious of them or not whatever it is but um the more and more you are aware of them the more and more they seem to happen (laughs) so you you sort of wonder whether even if you're not aware of them they're they're still there sort of thing you know and i'm a big believer and definitely that they're always something somebody some whatever it is is always showing you that you're on the right path um and yeah I you know, I'm a big believer. There is no mistakes. There are no mistakes. And um it's um it's that's quite nice. I really like what you said. It's great. Thanks.
0: Well, since you brought that up, here is another message for you, if you would like to hear it.
1: I love it. Keep them coming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Angel number 111 is a message from your angels to be very aware of your persistent thoughts and ideas as these are manifesting quickly into your reality. Ensure that your beliefs, thoughts, and mindsets are positive and optimistic in order to draw the energies of abundance and balance into your life. Angel number 111 signifies that an energetic gateway has opened up for you, which is your move. And this will Mm -hmm. rapidly manifest your thoughts into reality, which are currently happening. When you recognize angel number 111 sequence appearing to you frequently, take note of your thoughts at the time that they occur. When a series of 111 appear, monitor your thoughts carefully and be sure to only think about what it is you really want, not what you don't want. Choose your thoughts wisely and do not put... Focus towards your fears as they may manifest. Pay special attention to your thoughts and ideas as these are revealing the answers to your prayers. Your positive affirmations, optimistic attitude will help to manifest your desires and help you achieve your goals and aspirations. They will also assist you with serving your spiritual life purpose and soul mission. Angel number 111 encourages you to assist and inspire the human race with your natural abilities, Relying upon your inner wisdom and intuition to guide you. Be an inspirational guiding light to bring illumination to others and to help raise spiritual awareness. Trust that the angels support you in your light work. Finally, angel number 111 appears and is recognized and acknowledged. A repetitive number sequence generally progresses onto other numbers and messages as your angels then have new and different messages to send you, which once again... Correlates with the one eleven, the eleven sixteen. I just read.
1: Wow! Wow, that's cool. Love that. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, we're we're being spoken to all the time through many things: license plates, other people, strangers, receipts. Like there's messages constantly.
1: Yeah, I get it. I, you know, I mean, with number plates too. Actually, There's, there's always a a Wes number plate with a 23 or some number that resonates with me. <laughs> it's like everywhere. Um, it's a, sometimes a bit of a joke between my wife and I, or whatever, you know, when we're out driving around and it's like, Oh, there's another Wes. Oh, there's, there's a Char, and I'm Charlotte. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's, a, it's pretty cool. God pretty always
0: cool. speaks to me to let me know where I'm going to move to next. When I see a license plate that you normally would not see around. Like when I, would, yeah right when I got the message, like here to go to California, went to California. While I was in California, I was seeing New Mexico plates. I ended up moving to Santa Fe. Then when I was in Santa Fe, I was getting Las Vegas signs. I ended up moving to Las Vegas.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's cool. Love that.
0: And I, it wasn't that I saw these signs like, oh, yeah, I'm moving to Cal. Oh, yeah, I'm moving to Santa or like uh, New Mexico or, mm. you know, I'm going to be, you know, uh, moving to it was I knew because the frequency was that when in those areas, you normally don't see those people around there. It doesn't make sense. One or two cars, one thing. But like uh, in certain places or maybe at a store or going to Starbucks and that person with that Sit, that state license plate happens to be there in that specific location out of all the locations they could have gone to in the area mm-hmm. come
3: on
1: yep, man. yeah 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 wow yeah there's um wow that's there's there's many yeah i i, I get to hear a lot of those sort of stories from friends and people on, you know, online, whatever as well. And how they you know, they either discovered my music as well. And, and, and the way I met my manager, Jeff was crazy to, you know, like he was in LA in Laguna at the time. And I was in a place called Noosa, which is also called Laguna beach. Mm. Um, and I met a friend of his at a bowling club in a place called Coolum, just a tiny seaside <laughs> town on the uh, east coast of Australia and he said that he would like to introduce me to Jeff who lives in LA and I was like okay no worries I'm just based on a conversation he'd never heard any of my music or anything at the time because he was from UK um, and then he introduced me to Jeff and we got along well and we just music fans as well and then all of a sudden, it just sort of spiraled, and we, you know, and it was like it's just so weird that we're now, you know, he came over to see a show that I was playing, and and then it all just sort of uh, spiraled into this sort of almost like he, you know, he became family very quickly, you know, and it just it's just like it's just it's so weird that you know, first of all, we were both living in a place called Laguna on the other opposite ends of the ocean. And he had sort of basically thought, well, I'm retired out of the music industry. I'm sort of not going back there again, you know. And I was thinking the same thing, you know, oh, maybe I'm just re- going to retire. And, but I was still writing, to, doing the 2 AMs and writing and believing in that part of me still. And I knew that the work was, you know, well, it's, the work is never done anyway, but I knew that my work had, wasn't done and i knew something was coming i had this feeling that something was coming but i didn't know what it was about i just all i did was trust in that feeling and thought i have to be ready (laughs) for some reason and boom jeff appears and then all of a sudden you know my my songs go out uh this year and they're getting a lot of traction in america and then now we're talking relocation obviously and and it it is amazing how things happen. And they, they I think that the you know that the overall, I guess, uh, the overall um, meaning, you know, of whatever you want to call it, is is uh, is to follow your truth, the, or as Joseph Campbell said, follow your bliss. You know, and that's sort of it's as simple as that. Is just you know you follow your truth and you end up in these scenarios and you sort of one day sort of pick up after and you, you think, well, how did I get here? <laughs> it's a, it is a life. It's a, it's this thing called life mm-hmm. as, as I sing about
0: <laughs> what would be the most precious valuable advice that you can offer someone right now.
1: Um, uh, I think it's just that is it's follow follow your bliss maybe you know um uh, yeah my advice is to whatever you do get up and and uh, be the be the light be the be the master of it you know um or or be on the pursuit to, to mastery whatever you do and uh, learn everything about it and um. But above all that, you know, be kind, and um, and uh, you know, and it's um, it's a it's a kindness economy these days. I, I think you know, people that win big are the ones that uh, will always look after their own and be kind, and not you know, claw their way to the top ruthlessly. I think that uh, that mentality is is fading fast, and um, just be a good human. <laughs> as much as it can be, you know, it's pretty simple, really. Uh, so yeah.
0: Who would you like to give a shout out to my friend?
1: Shout out to who? who's, who's going to hear this in America, uh, to all my, um, well, to everyone in America, I guess, but it, it I guess, uh, people in uh, my, my friends in Nashville, Jeff, uh, Marcella, his wife, that's just moved from L.A. to Nashville. And, and that's another thing, you know, that Jeff's family has moved to Nashville um, based on uh, based on my music, which is crazy to me, you know, that you write a song or write a few songs and then um, you have people on the other side of the world move entire cities to support you. Is um, I'm forever grateful for that. That's incredible. So... Big shout out to Jeff and Marcella in Nashville and, and, uh, and also Julia, uh, who's also on my team, um, my small team of people and yeah, we're creating this, this thing from the ground up and, and, um, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing.
0: I love it. I really do. Thank you so much for being a guest here on live on air with Stephen Cuoco on power 98.5 to Drop a little bit of gem. Uh, an opportunity came my way to share with you that can be a win-win for all of us yeah. because you always have a home here now on Power ninety eight point five. I was just offered Thank the you opportunity. Sam. You're very welcome. It's exciting. Come on, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, to bring Power ninety eight point five as well as live on air with Stephen Quoco to Roku, so. I'm in dis- uh, have the contract printed it out yesterday, going to, uh, once we're done, uh, going to end up giving the, uh, giving the guy a call to the channel. It's uh, Visd, and, um, the, uh, channel is visual dramatics, but it's, uh, called Visd, and really exceptional yeah. channel. And it would be uh, really great. He's a DJ. Never know. Maybe you guys can collaborate. He's incredible. Former cop. Uh, from New Jersey, uh, lives in wow. Texas. Um, so yeah, very skilled. Cool. Yeah, you would love his resume. And um, wow, man. So yeah, so that's uh, in, in on, on the the table right now, and I will be heading to uh, Washington D.C. Uh, the December fourth, fifth, and sixth uh yahoo for yahoo finance a huge write-up article there's going to be a videographer photographer to so go in there for the photo shoot and everything so it's going to be great to add that so when you come here or whatever is going on stay in touch um your manager knows to stay in touch and i would love to uh see you know what we all can create together and do and you're a huge inspiration especially you know to me and what your music means to me and even with the uh personable conversation that we had before we came on live and i really really am super proud of you happy for you happy for your family and normally it it would be like wow you're moving during a pandemic you're moving during this time but i'm going to tell you i i don't use this word loosely and i don't mean this in in a religious way but you are anointed Mm -hmm. you really are anointed
1: oh thank you steven very kind of you my friend thank you welcome Wow. yeah thank you so much thank you very much for having me on and um proud to say that this is uh my f- yeah my first interview in america We're well, out of new york anyway so mm-hmm. thank you very much for having me on man it's
0: well, an honor well we're, thank you and it's an honor as well we're all over we are on um uh my tuner streamer uh radio line soon to be roku uh you know Great. Apps, Alexa, I mean, we're all over the place. And and my signal comes out of Manchester, so... uh, Oh, wow. I would say Manchester's my home base, but my physical base is here out of the New York area. But that's the beauty of Satellite. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere.
1: Of course. Yeah, it's great. Amazing.
0: Wesley, thank you very much. Hold the line, please. Um, I'd like to close out with... I still wait for you. I love this song, and uh, thanks, Steven. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. Thank you, thanks everyone, very for, much. Joining, uh, for um, joining Wesley and myself here live on air with Stephen Quilk on Power ninety eight point five. It truly is an honor. And Wesley, uh, any plugins, uh, website, uh, social media you want to give to everyone.
1: Uh, yeah, my my Instagram is Wesley Dean Music at Wesley Dean Music. Um, that's the best way of um, contacting me at the moment, really, and and, um, and seeing what I'm up to every day. So uh, and and on Spotify, obviously Wesley Dean go and stream. I've got seven songs out at the moment. So um, for me, it's yeah, Instagram and, and Spotify, iTunes, all streaming services, not just Spotify, everywhere. i'm I'm on so um yeah it's a it's a beautiful thing
0: (laughs) thank you (laughs) you deserve it (laughs) thanks steven you're welcome thank you everyone for joining us have a beautiful evening and enjoy wesley dean i'm still i still wait for you
2: all i want is you
3: socials and let's connect.